Praise the Lord, everybody. My name is Austin Jones. I usually work with Sound Ministry for Impact Fellowship, but today I want to welcome you to another great message today. Come back once we're done so I'm with some important information. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome into this this great Sunday, this calm Sunday, this holiday weekend. We celebrate God today, and we thank God for you. That's right. Come on in. Come on in, everybody. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If, if you're here today, I want you to know that God has something special for you, and there's a plan uh, for you today, and I believe God to meet every need that's on this broadcast, every need that's in this room, wherever you find yourself today, we're just going to believe God for a miracle to mm -hmm. happen on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So we thank God already for what he's doing in our lives. We thank God for our families. Um, I'm, I'm very thankful for my, my sons, my wife that is here with me today, and I'm thankful for you. Vision, and we think that what we see is what it is, but God sits high above for a reason, and he is the focal point for us today, and so we thank God for what he's doing for us. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome everyone that's in. I can see my, my sister has joined in. Hey, Sharon, how you doing? God is going to do something great for us today, and I thank God for that. Um, do me a favor. For those who are on uh, a Facebook, let's just hit the share button. Let's just share right now um, uh, this message to our friends and, and family. That's right. Go ahead. Just go ahead and hit the button. There it is. There it is. There you go. Um, one of the things we want to do, uh, again, we recognize today is a day that's been set aside um, called Palm Sunday. And, and what is Palm Sunday? Well, it is the beginning of what we now call the Holy Week. But Palm Sunday started out, Jesus rode in to Jerusalem to celebrate um, a Jewish holiday. Um, and it's the biggest holiday called Passover. Glory to God. And so here we see that Jesus came in on a cult. And uh, uh, why is that important? Because during this time, all kings, all royalty would come in on the tallest horses that they could look down on their uh, uh, people and that the people could look up to them, but the scripture says, as Isaiah had prophesied, um, that he came into Jerusalem on a lowly colt, and lowly meaning that it was on the same level as the people. But he came in triumphantly. He came in, and the people were shouting and screaming, Hosanna, Hosanna. And what does Hosanna mean? Hosanna means to save, or here comes the Savior. So, so Jesus had a mission that he was going to fulfill. He was fulfilling his assignment, and that was to save. Now, I, I don't want to get into this because I have a whole other message 
for us today, but I want to give you um, an opportunity to read uh, Mark the 11th chapter sets up the whole story of Jesus riding into Jerusalem on that day that we now observe as Palm Sunday. So when you're at your, your leisure, read Mark the 11th chapter and let it take you through that beginning of what we call Holy Week. Now, Holy Week, of course, begins with the Palm Sunday, and then we have uh, 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 Good Friday. Thank you. Good Friday. And then next week, we'll get right into Resurrection Sunday. Um, now, now again, the, the calendar will say Easter Sunday, but those of us who are of the, the, the Christian belief, and we call it Resurrection Sunday. Why do we call it Resurrection Sunday? Because it's the day that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. Hallelujah. But come on, turn with me into the book of Luke. Um, I have a very specific message for us today. That's right. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you. That's right. Come on in, Marissa. Good morning. I see you there in Pittsburgh. Um, we are thanking God for what he is doing here today. Luke, the 10th chapter. And we're going to begin at the 38th verse. And it says, Now it happened as they went that he, Jesus, entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Somebody said he's talking to us. He's talking to us. But Martha was distracted with much serving. Mm -hmm. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her, which will not be taken away from her. I just want to preach from the uh, a title or the subject, Distracted. Hallelujah. Or I'm going to give a, another a, a subtitle, I'm Distracted. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Distracted. Let me, you know what, before we even get into this message, let's just define what distracted is. Distracted is defined as the ability or the inability to concentrate because one, one's mind is preoccupied. It's the inability to concentrate because one's mind is preoccupied. Glory to God. Now let's let me give you an example of being dis distracted. Watch this. Um, have you ever had a budget? You, you were working from a budget. That means you set up how much you were going to spend on something. Now I'm going to show you something that we all are, are find ourselves sometimes in. Um, so you go to the supermarket with a $50 uh, budget uh, and you have um, a few things that you wanted to get, and you know these things that you want to get because I got to get a loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter, whatever that is. And so you get to the supermarket, but something happens. Uh, uh, you become hungry. Hallelujah. And because you are hungry and you're in the supermarket, 
every aisle that you go down, there's something else that, that pulls you to it. Okay, uh, I'm going to get these uh, uh, chips. Oh, 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 what about these cakes over here? I'm going to get that. Oh, there's those steaks over there. You know, we can we can grill them tonight. Oh, they got fresh hamburger here. Oh, we can make some hamburgers also. We can have that distracted. And before you know it, you get to the checkout line and the bill comes to $150. And so, therefore, you might wait. I spent $150. How did I do that? Yeah, because I was distracted by my own hunger that it caused me to go over budget. Glory to God. And we're going to come back to that. You know, uh, so many times we, we become distracted okay. uh, about those different things. Uh, I, I want to point out something uh, uh, in, in scripture to you um, uh, of how um, the enemy often will come at us when we are distracted um, by other things or preoccupied by other things. Hallelujah. Um, but before we get into that, one thing about um, being distracted or or being pulled away from things, there are certain, there are three categories, there it is, there are three categories that the enemy will often distract us with. Um, and that is, number one, it will be intrigue or interest into something, um, innuendo uh, or intimidation, intrigue, innuendo, or intimidation. Let me define all three of them. Um, intrigue is to be aroused or curious or interested uh, or above unusual or, or otherwise fascinating or compelling qualities. In other words, you're just so curious about what these things are that you get lost in that curiosity. You get lost in the fascination of something. And before you know it, you've been pulled away into uh, uh, a, a situation. That's the intrigue. Now, the innuendo is an indirect intimation about a person, a thing, especially that of disparaging or derogatory nature. In other words, we would say all in somebody else's business. That's innuendo, uh, uh, mainly because it's, uh, it, it's, it's the, the, the thought or I heard that uh, uh, someone was saying this or someone was doing that. And it makes you curious uh, about what something else or someone else is doing. That, you know, sometimes we, we try to justify it by saying, well, I was just looking in on them. But I was really curious about what I had heard about them, that it caused me to go into a little bit more than I usually would. And the last I is intimidation. And that is to fill with fear. Glory to God. See, now, fear does something um, different um, to us. Fear causes us to uh, 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 become stuck. Hallelujah. So much so that when we, uh, when fear comes about, we can't focus on other things. Have you ever heard the uh, a term being paralyzed with fear. In other words, fear will overtake not only our minds, but our body. So these are the three areas that the enemy will operate in. Hallelujah. Let me go into Matthew, the fourth chapter. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to show you, um, where, uh, entry, innuendo and intimidation comes in. 
I'm going to read Matthew, the fourth and the fourth chapter, uh, starting at verse number two. And it says, And when he had fasted for forty days and forty nights, afterwards he was hungry. And now here, here comes Satan in verse three. If you are the son of God, innuendo, uh, command these stones to become bread. Now watch this. If you are all of that, hallelujah, and this is uh, indicating that, well, you don't really have no power. See, sometimes when people want to get something from you, they will flip it and, and go to the opposite. They will flip it to, to get you to do something by saying, well, you're not really strong enough uh, to do that. And so, of course, our natural response is, let me show you, not only can I do it, but I can do it even better than what you think. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So th the very thought that someone thinks I can't do something, yeah. what do you mean I can't do it? Yeah. What do you mean you think I can't whoop your tail? The very thought that you think I can't do it will compel me to want to do it and show you that I can. That's the innuendo. So here you have in this verse of scripture that the enemy goes after Jesus because he realized he was in a state of hunger. But watch this response um, that Jesus gives. Jesus says, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So, see, Jesus didn't tell Satan how he was feeling. Well, I feel like, no, he didn't say that. He went right to the word and said, listen, Satan, um, it is written because when I go right to the word, I don't have to worry about how I feel. I don't have to worry about the conditions that I'm in. I just go right to what the word says about this situation. Hallelujah. And it takes care of that innuendo. Listen, beloved, usually with messages like this, we begin to think, oh, yeah, that's what Sister uh, a Spoon is going through. That's what Brother Fort is going through. But this message is entitled or intended just for us. It's intended just for you. Glory to God. So we can't be distracted by uh, 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 who we think this message would fit. But God is trying to get something to you. Hallelujah. Let's move on to, to the next one. I want to show you this. Um, uh, we have these, these, the, the next one, it says, Satan wanted to break the focus of Jesus by distracting him with food and innuendo. Um, and, and watch this, verse six. If you are the son of man, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you and, and in your hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. Now, what I didn't read that in verse five, they said that, and then Satan led Jesus to the highest peak. And what he was trying to do was to get Jesus to throw himself off of the cliff. Because remember, in the verses before, Jesus told him, he said, he said, it is written. So now the enemy is coming at the Lord by saying, well, wait a minute. It is written that that God will give angels charge uh, to protect you. Hallelujah. Well, watch this. You know, God stops dealing with, with Satan and he says, away from me, Satan. Why is this important? Because there are some things in our lives that we just got to stop talking to. Yes. You don't have the words um, to, to say to defeat um, that thing. You just got to say, just get away from me. Mm -hmm. 
You got to say, look, I don't have any time for you. I don't have any time for this. Because those things that are meant to pull you in is meant to uh, keep you from what God intends for you. Um, you know, uh, there, there's a, another uh, piece, and I, I won't go there, but um, there's, there's something that the enemy is trying to take from you now. And one of the things that, that will happen is that if we are not careful, we will miscarry or we will give over those things that God intended for us. Uh, I, I want to show you something else here. Glory to God. I love this. Distractions will cause us to leave what we have for something else. Yes. It will cause us to leave what we have at the very thought of something else. Distractions will cause us uh, to avoid the battles that we were born for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And watch this. You will face a, a battle that you were not equipped for. That's what distractions will do. It will cause you to leave a battle that you were born for. In other words, you navigate well in this area because God intended it that way. Glory to God. But distractions will cause you to be someplace you're not supposed to be. Right. Hallelujah. And because of that, mm, you will end up losing what you have because of being distracted. The purpose of distractions is to move you away from, from your callings and your goal. The purpose of distraction is to move you away from your calling and your goal. We have so many distractions today. One thing, another thing that distractions will do, hallelujah, is distractions will cause you to lose focus on your future. Distractions will cause you to lose focus on your future. Um, there was a, a saying uh, uh, that, that I had learned a long time ago. It was like, and it went something like this. Show me your friends and I will show you your future. What are you talking about? When you have someone that is not focused, we seem to, we seem to uh, congregate with that group and we become like the group, unfocused. And that's what distractions will do. It will take us away from our focus. God doesn't intend that for us, beloved. But you know what? Let's get into some of those other things that happen to um, the physical body now. Glory to God. I was I was talking with um, um, Sarah and um, this week, and we were just going over what happens with distractions. But distractions will often show itself in the physical body as well. Have um, remember we talked about there's three categories: intrigue, innuendo. And, and intimidation. Right now, I want to go with intimidation. And intimidation strictly is fear. Well, one thing about fear is that the body will begin to react to fear. We, we start to say things like, oh my God, if this happens, then this will happen. And then this will happen. And then this will happen. So in our mind, we start to put together what's going on. Glory to God. And now our body is going to react out of fear. Watch this. All of a sudden, I don't want to eat. Well, well let's have something I don't feel like eating. Uh, uh, or, oh, my, my stomach becomes upset because 
it becomes troubled by the distraction. Remember, remember the enemy came to um, steal, kill, and destroy. And because of that, he will use anything he can to distract you from the promise of God. Many of us stay in the places where we are because because it, it looks like it's okay. Uh, everybody else here is distracted, so I must be in a good spot. Glory to God. But God does not intend for us to stay in that distracted state. God desires that we focus on him. The scripture says says this. Watch this. I I, I remember the, the scripture, and I, I've used this scripture before, when Jesus is walking on the water, glory to God, and the disciples see him walking, and immediately they became fearful, the Bible says. Watch this. So that's that intimidation that we're talking about. But, but there was one in that group, glory to God, that says, Lord, if this is you, then let me come out to you. And that was Peter. And God said, come on, glory to God. The scripture says that Peter began to walk on the water. Now, this is when it gets a, a, a little dicey here, or this is when it becomes a little bit more real to us. The scripture says that Immediately when Peter began to walk on the water, the winds and the waves became a little bit more boisterous. It's just when you begin to walk out on faith is when the enemy is going to try to distract you with fear. The Bible said that as Peter began to focus on the winds and the waves, he began to sink. The moment we become distracted about what's going on around us is when we lose focus on Jesus. That's where the attitudes come from. Glory to God. That's where the anger comes from. Hallelujah. That's where the sickness comes from because we've lost focus. We become so distracted over the things that we have no control over. Let me back up a little bit, beloved. See, here is when our bodies begin to react. When I don't have any control over outcomes, hallelujah, uh, I become frustrated. So then I try to manipulate some things. Remember, we were talking about intrigue and innuendo. So, I, okay, I'll use myself as an example. I have three grown children, glory to God. And when they were smaller, when they would do something, I would say, listen, boy, you did this wrong. So I'm putting you on punishment, glory to God. Now, as adults, when they're doing something that uh, I don't agree with, the first thing in me is want to say, listen, boy, but then you're, you're stopped. Because they're no longer boys, but they're grown men. Hallelujah. And so there is a thing in me that want to go, mm, mm, where's my belt? Uh, and so you, you can't spank them. Uh, you can't put them on punishment. But there is something that if we're not careful, we will become so distracted by what we think is going on that we will lose focus on God. But if I cannot affect the change that I see or the danger that I may see uh, these men in my life going, there is someone who sits on high. Yeah. Glory to God. Remember, we were just singing about him. You know, know, we lift your name high, high above the earth. Glory to God. There is one who can change. Glory to God. And so 
That's where my focus needs to be. Listen, God, I see that my sons are doing this, that, and the other thing. God, I trust you. Hallelujah. And because I trust God, no matter what state they're in, I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Somebody say love on them. Hallelujah. Love on them. I'm right there saying, listen, baby boy, I'm still crazy about you just like I was when you were born. This is the one focus that we miss as adults. Sometimes we think because my um, my child, my grandchild, my great-grandchild uh, 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 seem to be contrary or acting opposite of the way they were raised, that I have to jump in there and do something. Hallelujah. God needs you to be the focal point. Glory to God. God needs you to take that issue to him and let him work it out. Somebody say, God, do it. God, you do this thing because... If I touch this thing, then I'm going to mess it up. Glory to God. There's a, a, a verse of scripture here in Psalms, the uh, sixth chapter. I'm, I'm going to read the 61, Psalm 61. I'm going to read this one to you. Here it goes. It says, hear my cry, O God. Hallelujah. Verse two, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock. That is higher than I. Listen, beloved, we are going to go through some things um, that is bigger than us. Yeah. We are going to go through some things that is a uh, 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 ten times things that we don't deserve. Things are going to happen to us. Things are going to be said about us. Glory to God. But remember, the whole idea is to get you off of that point where God intends. Glory to God. Well, I don't have the job that I want. Glory to God. To God be the praise. Why? Because God is in control. And no matter what state I'm in, hallelujah, God is still working things out for my good. Glory to God. No matter where, the way I feel, God is still working things out. Remember, the, the there it is. The more, the more I love something or someone, the greater the enemy is going to want to come and, 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 and take that thing from me. Glory to God. So here it is. This verse of scripture here in Psalm 61, verse, verse 1 and 2, when my heart is overwhelmed, so often we are often overwhelmed by just the details of this life. You know, listen, I got some struggles going on here, God. I don't know which way to go, left or right. Hallelujah. And when I am distracted, hallelujah, uh, I stop doing things that I normally do because I'm distracted. I'm distracted by the hunger. I'm distracted by the fear. I'm distracted about what could happen. Glory to God. You know, it's one of the things that, that's so funny is that if you blindfold somebody and, and stick them in their house, the first thing is to be fearful. Glory to God. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, I, I, I don't know what to do. But then something either kicks in or it doesn't. Watch this. One thing that will, will kick in is the fact that you decorated this house. You arranged every piece. Glory to God. And once you're able to figure out where you are in the room, you get a mental picture about what's going on. But see, it's not about my, my decorations. It's about uh, understanding where I'm at. I'm at home. And because I am at home, whether the lights are on or the lights are off, I'm okay because 
I'm home. Listen, beloved, it's the same way, glory to God, in life. There are some things that are going to come at you, and you will not know which way to go. But your father does know which way to go. And because you are his, hallelujah, you can rest in that. Glory to God. Let me get, let me make one more point, and then I'm going to get out of the way. Um, there is something about um, that intrigue, hallelujah, that intrigue that causes us to become so curious. In other words, where we just walk on that line of danger. I'm going to just, uh, I'm not going to go there. I'm just, I just want to see what's going on. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to cross the line, but I'm just going to uh, 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 just dance right there on the line. That thing of intrigue will, will just cause us to, 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 to want to just, be in the number, so to speak, because I want to see what's going on. Well, listen, preacher, I need you to break it down just a little bit more for me. Okay. In other words, you start to see that other people around you are prospering in this way, hallelujah, or in another way, and you begin to just watch them. I see all of these people prospering uh, money-wise, and in other words, that they seem like uh, um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, of extra coming at them. But guess what? You know, uh, uh, you begin to focus so much on them that you stop doing what God has intended for you. So much so that you become so um, curious about what they're doing is that your focus on your life becomes no more. It's just all about what your neighbor is doing. Beloved, this is another trick that the enemy is using to get you from that place of God. God has prosperity for you, but you must follow what he says. Can I let you in on, on a secret? People are going to talk about you. People are currently talking about you. People will always talk about you. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, beloved, you can go on and understand this, is that everybody is not going to love Pastor Tony. It's not going to happen. Uh, but it's my business to make sure that I show godly love to everybody. Amen. Hallelujah. They may not love me, but I must show godly love to everybody. And, and see, that's okay. Um, but see, the, the hard part is when you want to be accepted by the masses, but unfortunately, the masses will not accept you. Um, I say this all the time. I say, I have been called to pastor. Hallelujah. But I haven't been called to pastor everybody. Glory to God. So I need to be focused on the, the, the group, the people, this, this, this field that God has planted before me so that I can be at my most effective here. Uh, let's, let's go back here to Luke, the uh, 10th chapter. Here we have uh, a family, glory to God. Someone say, just like my family. Just like my family. Just like my family. Here we have two sisters who are, two sisters who are hosting Jesus and uh, they're the, his disciples. Glory to God. The scripture says that Martha was very excited about being able to host the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So much so that um, she began to busy herself with uh, uh, a preparation. She began to busy herself with things. Jesus is coming here and he's coming here to eat. So I can only imagine um, that, you know, I want to make sure that the 
that the house is together. Glory to God. I want to make sure that um, the right food is being prepared. Uh, uh, so Martha was very busy with uh, preparation, or as the scripture says, she was distracted with much serving. Glory to God. Now, there is something about when we're doing a, a good thing that we expect everybody to do like we're doing. Glory to God. And so here you have this thing. I, oh, glory. Martha goes to Jesus and said, Jesus, carest thou not that I am doing all this serving and my sister is not helping me? Watch this. Did you see what just happened? Martha put it back on Jesus. Like, don't you care that I'm doing all of this and she's not, and she's not helping me? We do that to other people. Ah, okay, Pastor, you want to go there? Yes, I'll go there. Often as believers, we we, we get into a regimen of, of, of prayer time. We get into a regimen of, 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 of studying uh, of scripture. And then all of a sudden we begin to look at other people. And we see that other people are not as regimented as us, hallelujah. So we might go to now um, our spiritual leaders and say, listen, pastor, I am getting up every morning at 4 a.m. Uh, and I am seeking your word and I am praying and, 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 and having communication with you. But you see over here, Sister Spoon and Brother Fork is, uh, they're not doing anything like that. Don't you care that, that they're not seeking you like I am? Hallelujah. But see, I like the response that Jesus gave Martha. And he said this, said, listen, Martha, Mary has chosen something that will not be taken away from her. Mary has chosen that thing that is needed. Hallelujah. And that thing that is needed is Christ. See, Mary saw an opportunity that she didn't normally have. Mary saw that Jesus was right there. And she not only was he right in front of her, but he is coming to her house. Glory to God. So Mary was, as the scripture says, was seated at the feet of Jesus. Now, there is something about when you're seated at the feet of Jesus. That means you're getting it firsthand. That means you're getting it fresh as the master is giving it as uh, hallelujah, as the king of kings is giving it. You are getting it. Glory to God. And Mary was right there getting everything that she needed. See, Mary didn't care that Martha was, was unhappy. Glory to God. Mary didn't care that she wasn't fulfilling um, her role or her gender role at that time of being uh, one to prepare. Glory to God. Mary was there like everyone else um, receiving the word from Jesus. Glory to God. But see, the other thing I want to go back to is that when we think we are doing something that is great, hallelujah, we want to separate ourselves by telling on somebody else. Glory to God. It's like, don't you even care, Lord, that I'm doing all this by myself? Hallelujah. Make her do what I am doing. Glory to God. But listen, it's not like that because now we're creating bondage. Hallelujah. Because everyone has not been called to do what you are doing. Glory to God. And because that is the, because that is the, the focus uh, of you, you believe that um, this is the only way to, to, to get it. 
And when you see other people prospering, you think that, wait a minute, they can't possibly prosper because they're not doing it at 4 a.m. Glory to God. They're doing it at 10 a.m. How can you seek God at 10 a.m. when everything else is moving? Because they haven't been called to. God is trying to get something to you so that you can be effective going forward. Hallelujah. Intrigue, innuendo, intimidation. These are the three areas that the enemy has used to separate you, to keep you from what God has intended for you. Hallelujah. The purpose of distraction is to move you away from your calling and your goals. To move you away from your calling and your goals. Now, this is my, I'm closing my uh, book. I'm going to make this, this, this last point. What should we do then when we see that uh, people have, have gone? Um, they have uh, 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 left or, or they're, they're going in a wrong direction. Glory to God. The one thing, <laughs> mm, the one thing that we want to do is yank them back. We want to be able to pull them um, back, mainly if we have relationship. Somebody say relationship. Relationship. Relationship is important because when I have relationship with someone, um, I, I generally think that I can go a little bit further than most. Amen. But this is this is normally true. But there is something about when um, uh, you become confused by your relationship. Hallelujah. Your relationship never trumps God. Your relationship never trumps the will that, that, that God has concerning that situation. God is saying, keep your focus on me. Don't focus on what they're doing. Don't focus on what they have done. Don't focus on what they have said. See, hallelujah, there it is. One of the things that, 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 that keeps us from um, uh, 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 prosperity most of the time is that unforgiveness. And when people have done and said things against us, it builds this, this hardness in our hearts. And that's because we're focusing in on them, hallelujah, and not on him. Every time we focus in on Jesus, it's easy to let someone else go, yes. hallelujah, because he has them. Um, the difference is, like Martha, we want to be able to say, I cooked that food for Jesus. Mm -hmm. We want to say that I hosted the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. But Jesus doesn't need that um, from us. He just needs us to stay focused on him. Amen. Hallelujah. God is trying to do something yes, for us, uh, beloved. And I believe on this Palm Sunday is what God is trying to get to us. Don't be distracted by what's going on around you. God has that. As Peter did, hallelujah, when he walked out um, on the water. But see, he had the faith to walk out on the water, but he didn't have the faith to stay, or he didn't have the trust to stay. Uh, but God wants us to be able to stay because we're focused on him. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for just being the God of our flesh. We thank you, Lord God, for, for doing the things that you do. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you now for not leaving us in this place. Lord, we have been distracted. We have been distracted by so many things that our attitudes are off. 
We have been distracted by so many things that our hearts are full of unforgiveness. We have been distracted by so many things, Lord God, that we have done. Uh, uh, we can't even forgive ourselves, Lord God. So, Father, I thank you right now for healing us. Yes, Jesus. Father, touch us right where we are. Father, I thank you for everyone that is within the sound of my voice mm -hmm. that's hearing this message, Lord God. Father, I thank you for changing situations, mm -hmm. Lord God. I thank you for doing the miraculous, Lord God. I thank you for healing the brokenhearted, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for giving comfort, Father, to those who are in need. Lord God, you are the God of our all flesh. And so, Father, we trust and believe you right now, Lord God. And so, Father, we thank you for what you're saying and doing. Lord God, we no longer want to walk in distractions. Lord God, we don't want to be moved by intrigue, innuendo, or intimidation, Lord God. But Father, we want to trust in you. We believe you, Lord God. Father, for you are a good God and you do all things well. You don't make mistakes. Father, you called us and you called us by name. Now, Father, for those who, who, who might have done things and said things, Father, right now, Lord God, uh, we forgive them. We release them. And, Father, cause us not to treat them differently. Because we're going to stay focused on you. Father, we thank you, Lord God. And we thank you for being a good God to us. Father, now give wisdom where wisdom is needed. Father, I thank you, Father, for, for, for prosper, prosperity for your people. I thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Listen, beloved, th th these are things that... Um, this is a, a, a tough message. Um, what, what makes it tough is that things have, uh, uh, we have done some things. Mm -hmm. We've said some things. Hallelujah. And as a result, <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say this. There's someone that is hearing this right now that um, you've been, you've been struggling um, specifically in this area of just being distracted. Um, there's been some hurts. There have been some, some sins that, that came against you. Um, and as a result, um, you feel justified in um, the, the anger that you have. You feel justified um, in, in not uh, uh, forgiving um, this person. But God said, I have that under control. You just have to trust me. And when we trust God, not only will he heal us, mm -hmm. but he will heal them. Mm -hmm. God is trying to change this thing around. Mm -hmm. We just got to get let him do it. Let him do it. We can't be in the way. Last thing. A lot of times we want to be like Martha and say that, we did it all. We did it all. But the Lord doesn't need us to do it all. 
He doesn't need us to do it all. He just needs us to trust him and watch him do what he does. God bless you. It is offering time right now. We're just going to open this up for 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 all of uh, all of you who are um, tithing and um, um, and and giving an offering right now. We ask that you just go ahead and send it to Impact Fellowship. That's dollar sign Impact Fellowship. That's our cash app. Um, and we're going to just uh, we'll, we'll we'll receive those tithes and those those offerings. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for all those who have been giving um, into this ministry. We thank you for what God is doing um, in your life. Um, and we thank you um, for, for being a blessing to this ministry. And right now, um, Dr. Sarah is going to come and she's going to give us some announcement and she's going to pray over this offering um, mm -hmm. as she comes. Mm -hmm. uh, Father God, we do thank you for the givers and the spirit of giving. We do thank you for... Your, your word concerning giving, Father. We thank you that you are able to give and, and give that back to us in manyfold, oh God. And so we look to you to do that in the name of Jesus. Your word tells us that you love a cheerful giver. So we pray, God, that we that as we give, we will give cheerfully, Father, for you, for your glory, that what your, what your house need, needs, what your kingdom needs, it will be fulfilled. And we thank you, God, for, for blessing the giver and the seed, oh God, causing that seed to go where it is to go, that you will be glorified yes. in the name of Jesus. We pray. We do invite you to um, connect with us on uh, anchor.fm forward slash impact fellowship. I definitely want to hear this word again because I don't want to uh, take my eyes off God. I, I need to, to learn how to keep my eyes on God and recognize the distractions that are there. So I encourage you to hear this message again or any other message through podcasts while you're walking or driving. Also, you can watch this ministry. The message will come on YouTube. Um, type in Impact Fellowship and you can be blessed with the Word of God. Connect with us at impactpsh.com. Uh, we invite you to, to, to log in, write in, and just you know let us know a prayer request that you have or, or a praise report if you want to give it, whatever it is, connect with us. Um, so that we can just continue to build this this community that God has that God has is created um, for us. And then also, I will add um, another announcement. If you're uh, if you're able to be in the Philadelphia area Saturday, April seventeenth, we invite you um, to tell single ladies that you know um, of a spring conference or yourself, single ladies. Um, there's a pretty and pure single ladies spring conference: purity, faith, beauty, and wellness. It's a, an all-white luncheon um, on March, April 17, 2021, at noon at the um, Hilton Hotel. There will be social distancing, et cetera. All the requirements of, of, of safety with COVID will be in place. Um, Shekinah Carol is, is spearheading this event. I encourage you to uh, connect with us. We'll put this announcement on our Facebook page and our Instagram page so you can get more information about it. Um, because it's when, when God is moving, we absolutely want to be a part of his move and not be distracted, but be in his will. So God bless you. Amen. And, you know, for all uh, impact members, um, all impact members who live in the Philadelphia area, and we've had a, a, a growing of this ministry since this pandemic started and the ministry has been forced to um, be virtual. Um we have people that's all over the place. Um, and we thank God for, for that expansion. Amen. But for all single women that's, that's in the Philadelphia area, 
um, who would like to be a part of that conference, who would like to go to that conference, we will sponsor all impact um, single ladies who would like to go to that conference. And that's how important that I believe this is going to be for the kingdom. Now, um, um, Shekinah is, is putting this together. God has given her vision um, to do this. Um, I remember her as a baby. And now as a grown woman um, and just watching to, and, and looking at what God is doing in her life. So again, for Impact, we're going to support this by sponsoring our people to go. If you are in the Philadelphia area or uh, surrounding area or you want to travel to Philadelphia for that, we will sponsor that um, ticket um, for you to get into that one day conference. And the white conference is, is not white people only or black people only, it's what you're wearing, mm -hmm. glory to God. I guess all the ladies are going to wear white. Mm -hmm. um, and remember, no matter what state you are in, um, God is the one who, self, who tells us um, about purity, yeah. not what man tells us. Yeah. So God has a message for you, single ladies, and we want to make sure that you get it. Mm -hmm. um, God bless you, everyone. And I just pray that um, this message has, has gotten to you. Um, if you have liked that the message, share it. Um, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. Um, watch it again. Um, if you miss some points, watch it again. Um, I have um, my a partner, Dave, Dave Lashensky. Um, we would ride together when I was in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And I would often sing into my uh, flashlight as a microphone. And mm -hmm. every now and again, I would miss some uh, words, glory to God. And he would point out every time, like, oh, you, you, your microphone must have stopped working. So if you miss some things, um, you can um, uh, re, re, revisit this message again. Um, and so we thank God for all the people who were here today, who were listening to this message. God has a plan um, for our lives. And listen, I, I want to um, let us in on something. God is not Democrat or Republican. He's God. Um, so all those that that infighting that we're seeing within the church, God doesn't want that. What what father would want his house divided? Want his children fighting one another? Um, so remember, beloved, when those of us who know the word of God, we must pray one for another that the enemy desires to separate us um, on on any level, be it um, race be it uh, uh, politics, mm -hmm. the enemy wants us separated so that he can destroy us. Mm -hmm. But together, mm -hmm. um, we are, are stronger. Mm -hmm. And God desires that type of prosperity for us. Mm -hmm. God bless you. And as we often say, have a good week in God on, on purpose. purpose. God bless you. Truly another amazing message today about distractions. Hope as you go along this week that you're able to Find focus in all that you're doing, and that God bless you, and have another blessed week on purpose.